0: We believe that all men are created equal. To the magnificent mosaic that is America. From radio beacon to radio beacon. I have a dream. Change has come to America. Believe me. Help is on the way. Knock, knock. Who's there? That's hey! a pigment of your imagination. Randy Roach. Turn. Judge Jackson's nomination was deadlocked when every Republican in the committee voted against her earlier in the day. I'll vote no. I'm the first huh. first time I've ever voted against any Supreme Court nominee. After four days of hearing I, hearings, I now know why the left likes her so much. If Judge Jackson is confirmed, I believe she will prove to be the most extreme and the furthest left justice ever to serve on the United States Supreme Court. Judge Jackson is beholden to the radical left that is teaching our children that they can choose their own sex. Let me just say for the record, (laughs) sex crimes against children are not fiction. Judge Jackson will coddle criminals and terrorists. (laughs) Lord, I mean, come on. Sweet Sweet Jesus, deliver us from (laughs) this idiocy. Okay, Democrats on the committee defended Judge Jackson against the Republican attacks. How? How qualified do you have to be double Harvard? How qualified do you have to be clerking at all levels of of the federal judiciary? They even suggested that Judge Jackson, a mother to two wonderful daughters, quote, endangers children. Oh, God. Judge Jackson is a better person than me. I know that's going to fall on deaf ears with some members of this committee. Members who unfortunately cared more about seeing their sound bites on social media exactly and so they can set themselves up uh to try to run for president right that's exactly right so uh like it or not and i like it uh on thursday or friday we're not really sure but it will be this week we will have justice jackson justice jackson everybody i love the sound of that does not that sound like an 80s action movie i love it justice jackson Action Jackson, Justice Jackson. Woo! Carl Weather, Vanity. That helped shape my childhood, Action Jackson, boy. Pam Greer, Quentin Tarantino. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like so good, so good. Okay, so we want to thank Mitt Romney. Why? Uh, So there's three Republicans, and in this environment, in this climb, uh, we would say that three Republicans voting for the most qualified uh woman i've ever seen a woman who obviously has legal acumen the likes of which you know we can only gape at and hope to god one day uh you know we see our children or somebody we know have the ability to poise themselves and hold themselves with such grace under such pressure and attacks and be able to think their way out of a paper bag uh, and come up with you know, uh, the the right view of what the Constitution is designed to do and why it's there and how uh, you know, to respect it and how to understand it and how to implement it. because uh, every Supreme Court decision, everyone, I don't, I don't I don't, you know, whatever your issue or issues are, The Supreme Court affects every single American's life, every single one, whether it's the ACA and, uh, you know, whether or not you can have the the, the Affordable Care Act, which, by the way, there was a, 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 a momentous occasion today at the White House with Barack Obama, believe it or not. It was great to see him. It was Barack Obama, uh, President Biden, Vice President Harris, celebrating the 12th anniversary of the passage of the Affordable Care Act. It was uh, it was really really good. Uh, I'll just play you like a few seconds of it. Thank you, (laughs) Vice President Biden. (laughs) Vice President, (laughs) that was a joke. That was all set up. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. It was just uplifting. I need a little uplift. You need a little uplift. We all need a little uplift because we have all learned to pronounce bucha properly and that's just for a bad reason. So, but anyway, uh so whatever your issue is, whether it's healthcare, whether it's uh, you know, um Uh, Reproduction, privacy rights, Internet, uh, banking, uh, taxation, uh, voting, gerrymandering, whatever your issue or issues are, religious freedom, it doesn't matter. The Supreme Court matters. Uh, Their decisions will affect each and every person's life. So it's important who is confirmed to sit on that court. And I'm very satisfied and delighted with uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson's confirmation, which will happen thanks to Mitt Romney. Yes, Mitt Romney is a yes. Lisa Murkowski is a yes. And we've known for a couple of days that Susan Collins is a yes. So we want to thank Mitt Romney for um, helping to confirm her in what we have to now say is bipartisanship. Three votes, three votes from 50. Republicans is now considered a bipartisan win. Three, so sick, so sad. But can I not hear any more of Mitt Romney's hair-brained ideas? I don't want to hear another one of his uh, crazy ideas because uh, this, this, this is kind of where we left off yesterday. People wanted us to talk about uh, what is going on in America. People wanted us to talk about um, not, not just KBJ. Uh, but they wanted us to talk about Rick Scott wanting to raise taxes on ordinary Americans, meaning everyone who makes less than $100,000 a year in this country under the Republican GOP campaign fund, which, you know, Rick Scott, the senator from Florida, the one that looks like a, you know, a skeleton, a walking dead skeleton put out his uh, platform, his 11-point plan for what the Republicans will do to America if they take the Senate in uh, the midterms, right? And one of the things, well, there's two things in that plan that are just shockingly brazen and ugly. Uh, one of the things is that everybody making less than $100,000 a year would, would get new taxes levied on them just because Rick Scott feels like every American needs to have skin in the game. Like, that man is nothing but skin. He looks like a giant organ. I mean, there's nothing except skin. It's gross. But um, he he was actually saying how every American needs to pay taxes. Now, you know Mitt Romney got caught saying about the 47%, right? And Mitt Romney was saying the 47% because he was referring to the same crowd that Rick Scott is coming back for 47 percent of americans can write down their obligations to pay taxes because either they don't make enough money or because they have children and they get a uh, earned income tax credit or a child tax credit or there are certain things that are still available for middle-income people in this country and uh, rick scott's having none of it he wanted to raise taxes on those people and wrote it down he put it down in his plan So now on the back end of that, uh, there's now (laughs) Mitt Romney's harebrained idea. Mitt Romney would like to see um, Medicare not be made available to the younger generation. Yes, Mitt Romney would like to do away with Medicare or at least raise, raise the age for people to receive Medicare. Now. You know, Democrats are talking about Medicare for all. Medicare for all. You know why? Because it's cost-effective. Why? Because we won't pay more than 1% on the administration of a health care plan. And right now, we pay, if you pay a private insurance premium, about 17% of your premium is going for things that have nothing to do with your health care, like TV commercials and administrative costs and doctor's offices. They're spending an inordinate amount of time on the phone, talking to insurance companies instead of doing your health care, right? So instead of the Democrats wanting to expand Medicare and turn it into Medicare for all, (laughs) Mitt Romney wants to raise the age for participating in Medicare. Yeah, he wants to raise it from 65 to 69 And also Social Security. He would like to uh, raise the age of participation for Social Security. Like I said, thanks but no thanks to Mitt Romney. Clear for takeoff. Randy Rhodes, Air Force. Air Force. RandyRhodes.com. So we all know democracy does not look the way it ought to look and a lot of us know that the reason is because of money in politics. I want to show you a new podcast. It's called Democracy Decoded. It's a podcast by the Campaign Legal Center and it looks at government and it discusses innovative ways that could lead to a stronger, more transparent, accountable, more inclusive democracy. The host is Simone Leiper and she speaks with experts from across the political spectrum and takes a deep dive into the forces fueling our election. Not just in the nation's capital, but at all levels of government. Democracy Decoded will take you on a journey. It looks really into the nuts and bolts of the campaign finance system, and it looks at the effects of secret spending at both the federal and state level, explores where and how foreign governments are spending to attempt to influence American elections and our foreign policy. A listen, tune in and learn more. Find it at democracydecoded.org or wherever you get your podcast i you